0: This is an it is. special report. Now reporting. from Rosenberg! at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. <laughs> now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is.
1: The one your show is number one.
2: Hey, everyone. Welcome to ENN. On TV. Ray Row. It's presented by D'Agostino & Associates, the injury firm. 888-24-LAW-24. Bite back. I'd like to start off this big, big Tuesday ENN by saying good evening
3: to Michael. I love my country. Don loves Canada. We get it.
2: I'd like to say good evening to Don.
4: He survived all those sacks and still good looking. And good evening to Don. When Andy Dalton comes out of his garbage retreat.
2: And good evening to Don. I hope it burns to the ground. How about that? <laughs> good evening to myself. I saw a guy <laughs> having a full-fledged conversation to a Doritos bag. <laughs> to myself. Yank a hack a <laughs> And lastly, to all of us. Joel Sherman. Joel Sherman did not go to Bronx Science. Well, a Joel Sherman did. Someone named Joel Sherman. Not my Joel Sherman. He's a Scrabble (laughs) champion.
3: Okay. (laughs) By the way, my sister Debbie weighs in. She had a junior prom and a senior prom at Bronx Science, so it was just me.
1: It
4: was was so traumatic that you actually thought there wasn't one. Right. But you said you could have found a woman to go with. It would have been hard. Let's be honest. It would have been tough. You know what it's time for? I
3: mean, the cool person you see in front of you right now didn't exist. It wasn't always that cool. No. You know what it's time for, guys? What? Rogers Watch.
0: I think it's either going to be Green Bay or the Jets for Rogers. We all have certain coaches that have meant a
4: lot to us over the years, and obviously Nathaniel's one of those guys. No, I have no problem with Ian Rapoport, Schefter. I think they really get their jobs. When it comes to me, they don't know shit. They really don't. 18 years, man. That's oh. always going to be home.
2: Black hole sun won't
4: you come. come. And wash right. away the rain, black hole sun, sun, won't you
2: come? Can you, for tomorrow, Anthony, can you add that to the... Uh, oh, here we go.
4: Black
1: hole sun,
4: oh. won't
1: you
4: come? $100, you can name the band. I have no wash idea. Wash away the rain, sound black
2: hole sun, a hint, Here's, the, here's, the hint, here's a hint. Here's a hint. Here's a hint. Sound grows there. Oh, a sound garden.
4: You couldn't you couldn't move without hearing that song like in the early '90s. It was on MTV constantly. And the second he emerges, you know what we're gonna hear. Black hole, son, won't you come? And
2: that's Aaron Rodgers, Chris Cornell, no longer with us. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Great voice. We, one of the things we talked about in today's big meeting. Before I get to this great Diana, Diana Rossini audio. Hmm. Is uh, Michael this game about Don guessing whether or not people are still with us or not? This right, is going to be fun right. because it's one of his favorite things. He loves he loves pointing out when someone's no longer with us. Right.
3: So we can use the John Bon Jovi song, Dead or Alive.
2: Yes. I, right. Did you overhear me say that? No. Oh, I told Browncher for the production. Yeah. I need Bon Jovi, Wanted Dead or Alive, and I need him confusing Sidney Portier's birthday with his death.
3: And there's your open.
2: And that's it. Yeah. You you put those together. We have an open. I'll give Don a list of. You know, maybe two or three names, maybe three names. Yeah, and and dead or he alive. has to, he has to guess all three and tell us whether each one is dead. Do or alive. Do you have any today?
4: I do not. Okay. Betty White. Unfortunately, she's passed. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Still with us at last check. I but it's amazing. When was last time you? <laughs> well, no, because he's he in hospice. In every every commercial. No, seriously, he's not it looks in like hospice. A... No, 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 he is. He is hospice, hospice in, at home. Well, yeah, well, he's at right. hospice he's in you know, hospice. Right. Well, well, that's that's hospice. You could be in hospice. He has at hospice
3: home. care at home.
4: He's the, not in a hospice. Well, listen, all I kept thinking is about young Sav checking in. Yeah, do
3: you have do you have the
2: audio, please, Anthony of young of young Sav when that's he met all Jimmy I Carter? About. Me too. First thing that popped into my head. I know. But well, that was the thing a lot of people were posting, of course, is... What's up, Jimmy? What a lovely man he was that he would fly commercial and then say hello to every single person, mm-hmm. which is how this happened.
0: Jimmy, what's up, baby? You good?
3: Jimmy Carter, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is so great.
3: Jimmy, what's up, baby? You good?
2: <laughs> I, w- I never met, never had the pleasure. Of you young Sav? No, I've met Young Sav many times. Never met um,
4: Jimmy Carter. 98 years old. Jimmy, hey, what's
2: up, man? You
4: good? Five minutes ago, he's building houses in Nashville. Well, what a... I mean,
2: has there... I don't know if there's ever been... You, this isn't about politics. I don't know if there's ever been a
4: kinder man well, who's been president. That's the thing, is that I wish we can get back to... Because there's a lot of things that you could disagree with Jimmy Carter about, but how could you not respect them and and, and just like it Because he's a genuinely nice person that just maybe didn't agree with your politics. He, he, the way he lived his life after his presidency, though, was pretty special. He mm-hmm. wasn't just
2: going around cashing big checks as most tend yeah, to do. Yeah, he wouldn't
3: make speeches. He wouldn't. He said he would not profit off. Yeah, he the didn't care so. about
2: making five hundred grand to go talk. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Yeah, well, that. you don't respect. That's why. <laughs> but that's where he lost, Mike. No, <laughs> oh, and you know what? That. Update. Yeah. I have an update, Don.
0: Rogers Watch. I think it's either going to be Green Bay or the Jets for Rogers.
4: We all have certain coaches that have meant a lot to us over the years, and obviously Nathaniel's one of those guys. I have no problem with Ian Rappaport, Schefter. I think they really get their jobs. When it comes to me, they don't know They really don't. 18 years, man. That's always going to be home.
2: There you go. All right, so... Diana Rossini was on ESPN Radio earlier talking about the timing of the Jets-Rogers car situation.
1: With them being all in on Derek Carr right now and also knowing Aaron Rodgers is there, I think we're going to have a lot of answers by early next week of where the New York Jets are going and what direction they want to take this thing in. Because I can tell you the Green Bay Packers, they're hoping for an answer from Aaron Rodgers as well in terms of what he wants to do, where he wants to be, if he even wants to play uh, over the next week or so. So a lot of this stuff is all coming at once. And and I definitely think they go hand in hand because if you're Derek Carr and you know Aaron Rodgers is out there and a team is hoping. You know, to get him like a team like New York that does have such a good roster right now. Maybe he makes a decision a little quicker.
2: Um, now, uh, Diana asked, uh, "What was the Jets' pitch to Car?"
1: Hey, Derek, come here, be a Jet. You're going to win with us, and you're going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, that—that that is how confident they have in this roster in New York, and they think that Derek Carr can be that good of a fit and, and, and really bring them a championship to New York. Well,
3: then if they feel that, then what are they waiting for Rogers? Why? Right. If they think he's going to become a first
2: ballot Hall of Famer being here, meaning he's going to win what? For Derek Carr to go from what he's been to a first ballot Hall of Famer, he, it means he wins a championship, of course, mm-hmm. but it also probably means he gets to a, a couple as well.
3: It, none of it makes sense. None of it fits. If if he's that, if they're that convinced he's the guy, then they're being morons to wait for Aaron Rodgers. Because how much better could Rodgers be than have a first ballot Hall of Famer? We know that Rodgers is right now a first ballot Hall of Famer. If the Jets made that pitch, you're going to come here and win, and they truly believe it, then they drop the ball by not making him an offer and waiting on Rodgers. It makes no sense. The old bird in the hand, yeah. it doesn't It doesn't
4: count here. Well, the only reason there's a report out there that the Jets think they can win with cars is because they told him that as part of the sales pitch. We don't know if they really feel that way, because if they did, then I think they would sign him. Same thing, nobody believes anything that's being said. and and, you know david carr saying that his brother is going to take some time is he really taking time or is he just waiting out more offers because right now he only has two from the jets and the saints and the jet one is probably contingent on what rogers does
0: well since
2: you brought it up here is david carr on the nfl network talking about his brother Derek's decision
0: Derek had a great trip so he went there to to get a feel for how they work you know from the top down and Mm -hmm. everyone he met and we knew he would love robert Sala. i've known robert for a while mj knows robert he's fantastic and they hit it off and they they would love to work together, but there's a lot of questions that have to be asked. He has to find out how the inner workings of, obviously, the front office works, but then also, I think the most important thing for him as a veteran quarterback, what is it gonna be like as an offensive play caller and a quarterback in that relationship? Todd Downing is there, he has a relationship with Todd. Nathaniel Hackett is also there. So how does all that work? And they had a good, a good chat. They, they talked about a lot of different things. and. Obviously, the team is is just in need of a and some stability there. They have a lot of good components. There's a lot of things that are very positive about the Jets. He had a great trip. So, it's honestly, it's, it's going to be a long process, though. He really only has the Saints, the Raiders, and the Jets to kind of compare those three places. And so, he wants to do his due diligence and see as many places as he can.
3: Yeah, I wonder if what Don's saying is true. You know, he he wants to see many, as many places because he wants teams bidding on him. Man. And right now, nobody's stepped up yet. I think everybody is paralyzed by Rodgers.
4: And he also has to believe, Michael, that once Rodgers is off the table, the offers might get sweetened. Oh, absolutely. Then the Jets become desperate. Right. So he'd be foolish to make a decision on the team before Rodgers does, unless he just really wanted to be a Jet. And if that were the case, then I'd call the Jets bluff and say, I'll take your offer. But I don't think the Jets' offer was anything other than, we'll see what happens with Aaron. Everybody's just desperately waiting. He was not on um, the podcast today, right? I No, I think we would have known. So when do we know when he went into the darkness retreat? It could have been Saturday. Because then, then if it was Saturday, then tomorrow he'd be out. I don't know if he needs some recuperation time from being in there. Because if he went in Friday, he'd be out today. Intr- uh, question
2: for you. Yeah. If it didn't work, if they somehow missed the boat on Derek and Rodgers, mm-hmm. which I think we'd both all agree is a possibility. Sure? Certainly. And you're back now to kind of where you are. There's Jimmy G potentially in the mix. Mm-hmm. The Lamar thing, we don't know if that's even a real option. Would you take a flyer for a year on Jacoby Brissett? No. You no. don't you don't think that makes this team more compelling? No. I mean, listen, it makes them better.
3: But, but not it takes them to uh, it,
2: it, it, at best then you're hoping for Tannehill level. It's the yeah, same as Tannehill.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't think they go that route. I think they go for Jimmy G or they try to make a trade for for Fields or for Lamar if
2: but they're Jimmy, available. Jimmy G is so complicated, man. Jimmy G to me, like in Tannehill or or Brissett, someone of that level is so complicated because a he provides the major injury concern, mm-hmm. which freaks you out more than. More than anyone else, maybe here. I mean, who do you guys worry about injury wise more? Jimmy G or Lamar? I'd say Jimmy.
3: Jimmy, hey, what's up, baby? You good? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they would ask him. But the upside, <laughs> exactly. for, yeah.
4: But the upside for Lamar is better. I, I don't feel exactly. I don't feel good about either of them health wise. But Lamar's upside is yeah. significantly higher. Yeah. I, I just I think you can only go so far with Garoppolo.
3: But I mean, look at the billboards they could put up.
4: Jimmy what's up baby oh, you good
3: oh man <laughs> oh you mean because he's so handsome oh he's so handsome
0: yummy <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is the deal each week you'll hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment and that is a harsh lesson in business
1: sports is and not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together i
0: didn't want to do another stomp you out speech it opened so, up so
1: many know, more doors the show is called the, the deal. deal
0: listen to the deal listen to the deal on spotify
2: oh, speaking of uh, yummy um let's I, I i'm told there's some new uh, you heard this Michael K. A.I. A.I. Mm.
3: When I watch the Mets, I really enjoy eating condiments, bananas, fish, and eggs.
2: Starts it out, it starts like, out like me, and then it's just, yeah. it just fizzles That's the way out. it all goes. Yeah. Here, here, there's, here's A.I. Peter as well.
3: Hi, this is
2: A.I. Rosenberg. I don't care for that Washington football team or the Boston Celtics. Mage is a way
4: of life. See, that's, yeah, that sounds, that's the best yeah, one yeah. because it, it didn't go longer. If it went longer, then it would sound like somebody different. Hey, can you check uh, Anthony Graphics? Joker threw up another one of me today.
2: I wonder if it's any good. I,
3: I think the Don
2: one was good. Don one started out good and then fades. But I'm impressed by mine. Mine really sounds yeah, – This is A.I. Rosenberg. I don't care for that Washington football team or the Boston Celtics. Mage is a way of life.
4: Yeah, I like it a lot. That's pretty good. It's a little scary. You could say
3: all of those things. The rumors are true. I will be the next
2: quarterback for the New York Jets. Wow, that does sound like me. Because he's
4: keeping it short. Can
2: I hear that again louder? Wow. It sounded like me. It's very scary. The rumors are true. I will be the next quarterback for the New York Jets.
4: Yeah. Wow. So you're
3: really not needed. Well, th- that, there's a lot of
2: concerns to have here. Sure. Number one, that I'm replaced by AI version of me. Very easily.
3: And for a lot less
2: money. You remember, once my, I was so bad at baseball, there was a time when my teammates wanted to replace me with Acubat,
0: <laughs>
2: which was just a thing that was used for hitting fungos. And they said, you know what? If Acubat could get in a bat every once in a while, we wouldn't need Peter at all anymore. Same thing would happen with AI Peter. But also, you could use that AI voice to have me say objectionable things. Right, and then you'd be out of a job. And then I'd be forced to go, no, 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 it wasn't me. And right. then AI me is going, Yes, it guess, was.
3: Yes, 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 it was.
4: Oh, that's really scary. All
2: right, let's move on. You want to hear talk giants for a second?
4: Why not? Why not?
2: Wanna hear Jordan Ron on?
3: Ron on sentence. Here he is.
4: The non-exclusive franchise tag is the tag that guys get. No once once you put that tag on him, and I know people are like, Oh, go get him, let him negotiate.
2: No, once you put a tag on a guy, nobody's giving up two first round picks and then paying 40 plus million on top of that. So you put the non-exclusive franchise tag on him, he'll basically be back. And the Giants are bringing him back. It's just a matter of whether they strike a deal before the tag window or have to use the tag. Of course, that's Ron on talking about Daniel Jones.
3: Now, if if they put the, the franchise tag on him and he doesn't negotiate a long-term deal, he's hurting himself because they can't improve the team. They have about 40 to $50 million in cap space. That would be $32.5 million taken off the top. That means he'd have $18 million to deal with, to fill so the holes. So
4: he'd be cutting, back. Like, cutting off his nose to spite his face. And you would have mentioned that's a $32 million cap hit, but like $29 million in his pocket. So if the Giants' reported offer is real at $190 million over five, that's $38 million. That's a $9 million haircut he would take by having to accept the the, the franchise tax. Such an expensive he, haircut. He, he's he, he's really playing in traffic. I mean, he's really taking a chance here. Do you really think the Giants are going to blink and give him $45 million instead of franchising him for a year? He's taking a real risk here. I, 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 listen, I know it's not my career, but for what he's done and what I think he's going to do, 190 over five years to me sounds really, really fair. It does. If he wants to try to hold out for 40 Maybe that's what this is about. Good luck. But if they throw a franchise tag on him, I think that hurts him more than it hurts the Giants. Yeah. Why'd you say it like that?
3: Because it's true. I couldn't, I couldn't even expand on that any more than he just did.
2: The rumors are true. I will be the next quarterback for the New York Jets. I don't like that.
3: Uh, Greeny, for one,
2: thinks that the Giants should find a way to sign Daniel Jones and put the tag on Mr. Barkley.
4: The Giants should sign Daniel Jones and tag Saquon Barkley. I hate saying it because it's just not fair to them. But the lot in life of the running back is to get used up and thrown away. That is what the Giants, I think, should do. They made the mistake of taking him with the second pick overall, and that is not a value judgment on him. But that said, the definition of the year-to-year position is running backs. So if I'm the Giants and I have my dream scenario, I am signing Daniel Jones and I'm tagging Saquon Barkley.
3: Is that A.I. Rosenberg? Or uh, A.I. Greenberg? Greenberg? That's real green. As far as
2: I know, that's real greeny.
3: Yeah. Do you know that Greeny and his wife and me and Jody were going to have a little double dinner date? Yeah.
4: Really? Mm -hmm. Has that never
3: happened before? Never. Never broke bread together. Really?
4: Mm -hmm. Has Jody met them? No. Yeah.
3: I met Stacy at the Knick game. Right, that I knew. We hit it off great. Really, and then I well, I said to so Granny, th- I texted Granny. I said your wife is great, Ooh. because she was raving about you. He said we should oh, all get together and have yeah. dinner together in the city. I said okay. Great. Can
4: this lead to something?
3: Yeah, are you talking what do you mean? about you talking maybe about a, this maybe a spot
2: on get up? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, something getting up. We're talking <laughs> <What>? about. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're talking
3: about taking this relationship to the next level, dinner level.
2: Well, that's it though.
3: See, Jody fits in with anybody.
4: No key party though. situations.
3: Eh, well, you never know where at
4: least. I'm talking swinging, as if to swing. Yeah. What movie? I don't know. Yeah, raising Arizona. Yeah.
2: Oh, I have an update here. It looks like from uh, the Dave and Rick birthday situation. Oh. All right, let's hear it. Okay. If you missed the show yesterday, we talked about our utter disgust as a as a team <laughs> that Dave Rothenberg is having a fiftieth birthday, and his wife, his lovely wife Sherry, asked if he wanted to invite anyone from work, and Dave he being, gave
3: well, the Don answer. I'm, I'm good. good. Yeah.
2: Um, And we talked about how sickened we were that, if nothing else, he wasn't at least inviting his new radio husband, Rick DiPietro, married at the hip now as as morning show host here. Here's the conversation from DiPietro and Rothenberg this morning. Here's the thing. There's going to be like four
0: friends from my youth, aunts and uncles, my mom, and that's it.
2: That's it. That's it. I see how it is. Did any of your kindergarten buddies buy you a 48th birthday present? It's 49. No, it was forty-eight. It was forty-nine. No, I bought it for your forty-eighth. No, you bought it for my 49th. Sure about that? My 49th? I feel th- like it's been that long. You think it's been two years? It feels like it. No. Just well, like- did, did any of your buddies buy you 40 49th? No, right. Nope. Okay. They buy you breakfast every morning.
4: Nope. <laughs> okay.
2: What wow. do well, well, you think my friends are going to send breakfast?
0: Maybe to the maybe studio? they could send you a nice Starbucks card. That would be nice. It would be really my nice. My tenement yeah. sent me a nice Starbucks hey, of card. Of course he did. And who did I give the card to? Oh, t- who did I give the card to? Yeah, to did me. I t- give it to t- t- did I give it to
1: Tom? Did I give
2: it to Ray? so I could order your breakfast.
0: Well, yeah. Right. At least I gave it to you.
2: Oh, <laughs> thanks. So are we believing this? And and does it change your opinion if in fact it's literally a few family members and a few childhood friends? No. That's it. No, it no. No, not at all. No.
3: Really? It's still a party. So what would be the harm in inviting Rick? All right, and what... you can hear it in Rick's voice. I know Rick better than any of you. Rick's hurt. Rick is hurt. And I don't I, I'll say it again, not sure that show can survive.
2: A fracture like this. Yeah. You, so, real quick, what if it was simply his immediate family and, like, his in-laws? Then, no, no friends. Then that's fine.
4: The second friends are involved. You have, you have to invite Rick. But there's a missing piece here. Go ahead. And that is, from what I understand, Sherry asked him, would you like to invite anybody from the state? And he said no. And he said no. So, don't tell me we're keeping it small. Sherry, who's organizing it, asked anybody from the station so she was willing to expand the number of people and he said no mm. so what's his answer to that all, all you know I love Dave I really do do, you? But do do not
3: send me an invite to um the bar mitzvah uh, I'm, I'm good yeah if I'm I don't get the 50th I'm... birthday party invite that shows I'm not really your friend right so I I, I can't I can't go to the bar mitzvah
2: I, I'm, I have to get into some real nitty gritty decisions here soon. Well, well, well he, he, very easy. He, he helped you out, right? He, he, he helped me out, but I got this. I got to get the save the date out. But here's the thing
3: that you should do to really hurt him: you invite Rick. Don't invite him. Well, I think that's the plan, right?
4: <sighs> unless, unless it doesn't work for you. Well, I love Rick. And Rick will give a good gift. Oh, damn right he will. Yeah. But that's it, not his motivation. It should be. I invited Michael
2: B. Jordan to the wedding today. Mm, really? said I'd cut a friend out for you. No. no problem. Just, just to get you, sir, an A-list actor. Did you see actor. him
3: in, in person? Sure, I did. Is he as good-looking as he looks on TV?
2: Oh, yeah, he's a very good-looking man. Yeah. He's in great shape. Mm. I, I, I asked him how often he, when he's getting into Creed shape, how often he works out. Mm-hmm. Two or three times a day, six days a week. Mm. That's what I do. How's it working out for Not, not like Michael B. And he only does it to get into Creed shape, he doesn't do that all the time. Well, no, Creed, yeah, Creed and Killmonger from Black Panther, like, getting into shape for those two guys who are like... He's a... He, I gotta tell you, man, that was, I think, my fifth time interview with Michael B. Jordan. He has remained as normal a dude at that level so Michael of fame. B.,
3: Michael B. normal.
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm here all week. All right, we gotta go. Before we do, let's hear uh, Buck Showalter being asked about what's the deal what, did Seinfeld ask him this?
4: What's the deal with <laughs> shoe sizes? If you notice, I don't know why you're close to my age your shoe size changes or maybe they quit making shoes different it's like remember when extra large was extra large my, shoes, my
0: shoe size is bigger, bigger. Like, yes. big. what's that
4: all about? you know what I think it is? I think as we get older it's all about comfort. I'm wearing a 14 now. What size shoes you wear in high school or college? I don't know, maybe nine, nine. okay what are you wearing now? 10. Yeah my problem is, my wife wears like a four and a half, and of course, there's only certain stores that carry that. Yeah, pitchers and catchers, is she, red hot.
3: His, his wife is really tiny. Uh, she must be. She's really under five feet. Right. Under five feet, right. yeah. Well, If now, she was any taller, that
2: she wouldn't have feet, she would have spikes. <laughs> By the way, he's so good at, he knows. I, I just, for the first time, heard it there. The, the, he's, yes, he's a charming man, generally. But he also knows that he, by being so charming.
3: They're not asking him to
2: they talk about he's yeah. It's all stalling time. Absolutely. And making people feel like they're getting good stuff yeah. with him.
3: Chewing up time.
2: Like the other day when he talked about his love of hot dogs. Yeah. He's a genius. That'll do it for ENN yeah. presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. Almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey. 8 at eight, twenty four, 24, Law 24, D'Agostino. Thank you. Bye back.
0: Thank you.